It's Thursday, November 26th, Thanksgiving Day, 2009. The hidden costs of fossil fuels. Recycling those Thanksgiving leftovers. Delicious. California sets new standards for TVs. Plus, cash for caulkers. With almost 130 million homes in this country, they are responsible for more than 20% of our nation's carbon dioxide emissions. All of that and more straight ahead. Prepare for six minutes of green news and snarky Thanksgiving Day comment. Researchers recently predicted that the Arctic ice cap will melt within 10 years. Sadly, 100 years too late to save the Titanic. Good point, Stephen. This is your Green News Report. All right, for those folks who aren't gathered around the table right now uh, enjoying their turkey today, we do have some green news. Desi Doyen? We've been reporting all year on the slow sausage-making process of climate and clean energy legislation in the U.S. Congress. One of the chief reasons conservatives say they're against clean energy legislation is fear that it will cost the economy too much to transition away from cheap fossil fuels. Cost the economy or cost the corporations? Well, for the first time, a new study calculates the true external costs of fossil fuels, costs that aren't factored into the retail price we pay, but that we do pay for with our taxpayer dollars. The National Research Council found that the hidden cost of fossil fuels is about $120 billion every year to the nation, half of that from coal. That $120 billion in hidden costs is only from air pollution and its impact on public health. The researchers pointed out they did not calculate the costs in national security, toxic cleanup, water pollution, mercury pollution, or other costs that are known, like the $79 billion in taxpayer subsidies given every year to the fossil fuel industry. You see, this underscores my point earlier, that it's not about saving money for the taxpayer. This is about saving money for their corporate buddies. Exactly. In other words, pollution is free for the fossil fuel companies, but it's not free for the taxpayer. You can read the numbers yourself at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Meanwhile, while you're enjoying your Thanksgiving holiday meal, consider this. Americans throw out unbelievable amounts of food waste every year. Everything you throw out that doesn't get recycled gets stored in a landfill in perpetuity. There's but, nothing left at uh, my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we, it all gets eaten. Now, some cities are working on creative ways to reduce landfill costs by essentially recycling leftovers. Seattle already offers composting services, and last month the city of San Francisco instituted mandatory recycling of food scraps at the curbside, along with the regular recycling. The scraps are composted and then sold to local farmers to enrich their soil. Now, this isn't just a way to save money on landfill costs, but also has solid scientific support. Returning nutrients to the soil rather than containing them forever in a landfill maintains high-quality soil, which means reduced fertilizer use, and it also reduces emissions because compost sequesters more carbon than conventional farming techniques. This is a very difficult thing to do, though, for folks who don't live in Seattle or San Francisco or another city where they provide a facility like this. What are most Americans to do with their, with their food? waste. On the web, it's easy to find personal composters, ones that fit in your kitchen that are small, and also ones that can go out in your backyard that can create your own compost for your own garden. Maybe too late for this Thanksgiving, but sounds like a great gift for Christmas. The Cash for Clunkers program this summer was a big success in getting polluting cars off the road. Now the White House is considering another potential target for stimulus funds, helping homeowners retrofit and weatherize their homes for energy efficiency. Nancy Sutley of the White House Council on Environmental Quality explains. Retrofitting can reduce home energy use by up to 40 percent and lower greenhouse gas emissions, and not to mention save money. 
Nicknamed Cash for Cockers, which is a way better name than Cash for Weather Stripping, is a proposal to grant $23 billion in cash incentives over 10 years to homeowners for energy efficiency upgrades to their homes, things like better insulation and sealing leaks. Not only would homeowners save energy and money, but would also result in an employment boost for the construction industry, which also crashed along with the housing market. You know, this may be a side point, but it occurs to me that perhaps the Cash for Clunkers program was so successful because the Democrats finally came up with a program that they could fit on a bump sticker. GOP's been doing that for years. Drill, baby, drill. Good to see the Democrats doing it. We'll see if this works uh, for cash for caulkers. And hopefully it will, because in California alone, it's estimated the average home wastes 30% of its energy through leaks. And finally, speaking of energy efficiency, while you're out doing your holiday shopping this year, keep in mind the energy consumption of the gifts you choose. You can save your friends and family money down the road. For example, most people aren't aware that televisions are the second highest energy hog in the home after refrigerators, but unlike refrigerators, there are no energy standards for TVs. The plasma screen TVs can be huge energy hogs that can use twice as much energy as some flat screen LCD models, but there's no labeling to help the consumer choose. So California regulators last week announced new energy efficiency requirements for TVs the first in the nation. The new standards will cut TV energy use in half by 2013, with an estimated savings in the family household of $30 per year per TV. So regulators are in favor? The uh, TV uh, manufacturers are in favor? Everything will move forward, right? Not all the TV manufacturers are in favor. The Consumer Electronics Association is not happy about this. They say it's going to hamper innovation and consumer choice. And I'm sure the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is against it, too. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us on Twitter at Green News Report and download every episode of the Green News Report over at iTunes. We hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're very thankful to all of our air and web affiliates for carrying the Green News Report and to you, our listeners, for listening and spreading the good word. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Thanksgiving Day Green News Report.